Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Among the Wildflowers. For any new listeners, because I think slowly I am actually getting more new ears, I will give you the little spiel about who I am and what this is all about. So my name is Barb's, short for Barbara. I am 20 years of age and I host this podcast from my Central Coast apartment. Typically every second Wednesday I record a new episode. Um, That's because today is my day off from work. I talk a lot about my life experiences and the point of this is really trying to honor my truths and experiences and shed light on these issues that we are all struggling with, whether that be self-love, mental health or dating and much more. And really embrace the mess as not so much a flaw in our story, but a contributor to what makes us these rare, complicated, passionate women. Now, today I want to talk all about sex. Now, this is a very vulnerable topic, I would say, and I don't want to be super specific. And so I will not be discussing my own sexual history in details as such. Um, but more broadly, the conversation of why female sexuality is still so taboo. And I want to make note that for this episode, when I refer to sex, it's I'm speaking from my experiences. So I'm a woman, I'm straight. So I'm just speaking between men and women. And that's because that's my sexuality and my experiences. This, of course, can be applied to your own sexual preferences and experiences. Now, there's a lot to this conversation. I think personally, I am a very sensual and sexual person in nature and in the past, And so anyone who knows, anyone who is a frequent listener, you would know that I'm choosing not to have sex and not to date for about a year. So I'm still in that journey. So I can only really talk from my past experiences when I say I am a sexual person. But in nature, that's how I would describe myself when I was, um, I guess, in the midst of dating. Now, I want to touch firstly on my own opinions of myself when it comes to my sexuality. I think I have always been this super empowered woman in the bedroom. I don't fake orgasms. I don't really see the point. I am confident in expressing my needs verbally and and physically. That being said, I am, that being said, in a weird way, I am super conscious of how I present my sexuality and sensuality online, on social media, in posts, etc., And it's not to say that I limit myself or feel like I shouldn't post my body. I post my bikini photos, I posted lingerie photos, you know, and I am proud of that. I don't think that the female body in its natural form, in its raw, and some would say exposed form, you know, using air quotes, right, exposed form. I don't think that needs to always be sexualized. The female body shouldn't always be so sexualized, unfortunately, by the media, by men, it is, right? And so I post these photos because I truly believe that 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 my body, like I've had a love-hate relationship with my body. It's had some ups and downs. I feel confident in different sizes, in different experiences from different traumas. I, I feel varying degrees of love for my body. But when I post, it's because I feel proud of the way I look. So I post these photos because I truly believe that. But because women are always so systematically or systemically put into boxes by men, I am conscious of how my sexuality will be interpreted online, how it would be interpreted, especially by a crush, I would say, and how would it be interpreted by the male gaze, right? And I do think I have this awareness, you know, that if I do post and say I have a crush following me, that they will think I am some sort of type of girl and dismiss me if I am naked, if I am half naked in photos. 
And as a feminist, that's crazy to think this way about myself. Because if a friend said that, or if a friend had that insecurities, I would turn around and say, your body is beautiful. It should be celebrated. And if you're trying to, and whether you were trying to sexualize yourself, or if you just wanted to post something, because that's the way you look and that's your body and you're proud of it, that doesn't change anything about who you are. That is just one part of who you are. But I do think that I'm always conscious of this because I'm scared that I'm going to be put in a box based on how my sexuality is presented. And this obviously comes from shame and it obviously comes from always being, and to a fault, so conscious of how men view me. Now, this brings me to a larger conversation at hand, which is also the shame around female sexuality. We have to ask ourselves if we have these thoughts. Why do we care how they will sum us up? And for me, I think it comes from the lines like, I wouldn't date a girl who dresses provocatively or I wouldn't post them in bikini photos or like they're not going to view me as, I guess, because I am someone that if someone was interested in me, I would want them to be interested in more than my body. I think that if I show my body, not that that's all I show, which to each their own, show what you want to show. I'm saying that for me personally, I sometimes get self-conscious. and I know these are my own insecurities, but so some of them are formed by how the male gaze, you know, is inflicted on us. But I do think, like, sometimes I do think, oh, if, if, I'm, if someone's interested in me, I would want them to want me for more than my body. So that means if I do show my body, you know, if they see that bikini photo when they follow me on Instagram, that they're going to automatically think that's all I'm down for, which is so fucking crazy that that's how my brain's been, like, I guess, molded to think, you know? And it's not like that's not how I view other women and that's not how I view the conversation but it's like that's a sphere that I have and I think a lot of women have this because we are scared that we're going to be put in these boxes because men always typically put women in these boxes based off how our sexuality is presented online so we have to ask ourselves why do we care how they sum us up so it's also because we think oh I wouldn't we think of lines like I wouldn't date the girl that dressed like that or I wouldn't date the girl who posted bikini photos but my point is even if our intention was to be sexualized right even if we posted that photo to be sexualized, there shouldn't be shame around like our bodies and owning our body and owning our sexuality. There shouldn't be right shame around that. So if we are girls who enjoy sex, let's talk about that. What a catch 22. For guys think you are cool if you're down to fuck, but don't want you to have a high body count. It's cool to like sex, but I wouldn't date you. But then if we are a girl who wants more than sex and we communicate that, it's like, okay, she's too needy. She's too much. She's not chill not cool she's not just dtf what it's so crazy all of these all this messaging right and they want you to know what you're doing which arguably equates to having experience in the bedroom but they don't like if your body count is higher than their expectations of what a girl's body count should be make that make sense men put women in these boxes of potential to fuck potential to love fuckable or lovable fuckable or dateable it's like you're enough to fuck but too much to love if you like sex as a woman. And I know so many women feel this way. I know young, my younger sisters feel this way, right? And I'm sure you've seen those TikToks when it's like, oh, I'm good enough to fuck, but not good enough to date. I'm sure you've seen them. And I think part of this, I think a lot of women feel this way, but I also think there's part of the reason why so many of us are very drawn to fuck boys and stay in these situations, fuck buddies, sneaky link type scenarios because there, in these situations, it's only in these situations that men view us as being allowed to like sex. It's valid for us to be aligned with our sexual needs when it's at their convenience, right? When we're the fuck buddy, when we're in these sneaky link situations, we're in these um, friends with benefits situations, no strings attached. 
And here we can hang on to the guys who, if we expressed ourselves completely emotionally and sexually, are probably not the guys who would date us in the long term. So we play into the hookup culture. I know I've done it. Here we can want sex and not be judged as much because it's the thing that makes us wanted by these guys who would in fact not date us had it not been for these type relationships. And I think this shame from society really filters down into women, young women. So many of us are not in tune with our sexuality and the concept of pleasure because we associate sex with men and pleasure with men. There is a taboo of female sexuality versus male sexuality and the expression of sex. Men are rewarded for picking up. Women are slut-shamed. Men always talk about masturbating and a lot of girls don't even feel entitled to do it. A woman's right to self-pleasure is not even something some girls can even quite comprehend or can even listen to without feeling cringe. I know I've had conversations with women, with friends, who thinks it's gross for girls to masturbate, for other girls who've masturbated and have kind of shamed in a way girls who masturbate or who have never masturbated or there's girls who have never masturbated or who would be ashamed to be gifted a sex toy. Masturbation is normal. It can be a stress reliever, a distraction, an exploration to know your needs when you are in a situation sexually with a partner, with a man, or it can downright just be because you're horny and you want to feel good. And I know so many women would feel disgusted and wrong for self-pleasuring and exploring themselves. And yet in the bedroom, so many guys have been shocked that it's something I feel comfortable with doing. I take charge with them in the past I have with them or when they're done and they haven't met my needs, I take care of myself. And if we want to really talk about shame, and I know like me even discussing like, oh, a future prospect for an episode, like discussing this with a couple of women and some were like super excited. Some were like, oh, what are you going to talk about? Like, are you talking about sex? What are you going to talk about? Right. If we want to talk about shame, let me ask, what do you think of the girl that talks about sex on the internet? What do you think about the girl that talks about sex on the internet? First thought. It would probably be one rooted in shame, embarrassment, shock. What is she doing? Why is she saying that? How embarrassing? Is she really exposing it? Like, right? But if sex is such a normal part of life and it takes two to tango, why are men allowed to talk about it and women aren't? Why are men allowed to want it and we aren't? Or if we are, we become systemically systemically categorized into one of two boxes fuckable not dateable and you know one of my sex gurus <laughs> an anonymous source said to me um and she was talking about what really gets to her is the age that says that the idea that says that men need to fuck to love and women need to love to fuck and when I heard it I was like that's gold and she's like you can use it and like I'm using it and the thing is Beyond that statement in itself, like I'm sure you know what it means, like the, the concept of like men need to fuck to love, you know, that's, you know, the, the lead up, the, the intentions or the, um, I don't know, result of it. And women need to love to fuck. And I guess that's true in some cases, not all cases though. But the thing I took away from that is that there are these ideas that tie men and women to sex differently. And, you know, I do understand why so many women, so many young girls view sex for the man. And it's because of things like this. If you want to think about sex in the city and the character of Charlotte, right? There is nothing wrong with her being this conservative or being um, someone who values the concepts of true love and marriage and being a good wife. But if I'm truly thinking about it critically, which I realized this the other day typing these notes, and I do adore that show to the bone, 
a p- powerful show for women to go and watch and to explore themselves and the different ideas of womanhood. But just writing this, thinking about Charlotte and the first time she's trying to get her head around having sex with a guy before the love part comes. And I think it's with it's with Harry that I can think of this moment um, who becomes her, you know, second husband. But before that, she's trying to understand how can she have sex, you know, is she she thinks she's mean for wanting sex without the other strings because she doesn't know if he's a, you know, um, compatible partner for her yet, right? And she thinks she's being mean because she's so used to always being this appeasing woman to her intimate partners, to her boyfriends. And then we have Samantha, who is an unapologetically sexual woman who takes ownership of her body and her sexual needs and quote-unquote has sex like a man, like a man. Like women do it differently. Like we are, we typically play by the man's rules and we are submissive and poised with our sexuality. At least that's how men want us to be, right? And so there's these ideas that men and women are meant to express their sexuality in different ways. Or that it's more, co- because it's more common for men to do it. Like it's like if I'm talking about sex on the internet, it's like, oh my God, this girl's talking about sex on the, in- on the internet. But if a boy does it, it's like, oh, like, like it's like so, it's so different. It, it wouldn't even be like, I don't, I don't know. It's just so different. We need to understand that women are being sent all these mixed messages about how to represent sex and how to lean into their sexuality. Enough to be cool and sexy, but not too much to be quote-unquote slutty and undateable. Women aren't being taught that their sexuality is theirs, that we, that we have the power to mind-blowing sex that I'm yet to experience, I'll note, <laughs> but to orgasms and to self-pleasure to have sex not like a woman, not like a man, but how we desire to. We need to open that dialogue with ourselves and allow ourselves to want and desire pleasure, just as we desire it for our partners, for our male companions. And we need to feel comfortable to be open to that dialogue, with the people we are having sex with. We need to feel comfortable to even have that dialogue with the people we are having sex with. Communication, sex, like bread and butter, right? I thought I was pretty smart when I came up with that. But, you know, I know girls that this discomfort doesn't come from anywhere. Like I understand, like I do understand, like when I say I I was empowered in the bedroom, like I've been through a lot with men and like, it's like, like, you know, it's hard, but it's, I was empowered. But at the same time, I know where this discomfort comes from because I've had those discomforting experiences and the discomfort comes from the patriarchy, from bad first times, from fuck boys, from expectations from porn where a girl comes in minus two seconds from nothing from slut shaming from body count shaming from these boxes that some of us feel we will be placed into if we either consciously or unconsciously or either um i would say another way to put that is that if you are choosing to sexualize yourself like you're giving consent to be sexualized i guess versus if someone's just choosing to see the woman body as only a sexual object right so even if we are either consciously or unconsciously being sexualized, we participate in sex. We're scared of these boxes. And I know I've been. I know sometimes I feel like, oh, should I post this? Because my crush here, I hopefully want to turn into blah, blah, blah. It's going to view me differently. But that's ridiculous, right? But I hope just by me starting to talk about it, that you don't feel ashamed for taking ownership over your body and your desires and your sexuality. Because it is yours. Before it is shared before it is theirs, it's hers. And any man worth your heart or your body or both because you have a right to fuck for pleasure or for pleasure in love, however you want it. Any man worth your heart or your body 
won't see a box. And I mean that literally and figuratively, that they will see you as a whole person, not a box. They will see you as a person completely. So post so post what you want. Fuck how you want. And fuck the double standard. Fuck the catch-22. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really value the support. I think I might do a couple episodes branching off a couple of these topics about today, just if interest peaks in people. So let me know, girls, if you want me to. I will again have my Instagram um, details linked in the episode notes. So please go chuck us a follow and share us around. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great weekend.